everybody, and welcome to That's Life, with a shout-out to all of our listeners in Israel who still love snow. That's cute, guys. That's cute. Maybe if you had your 400th snowfall, you wouldn't feel the same way. Yep, I've had it. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wild, General Manager here at the Snowed In Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. No, we're not really snowed in, Abraham. We're doing fine here. We're New Yorkers. We can do this. All right, maybe we could have done it a year ago. I don't know that we can do it now. So, yeah, it's like our millionth snowstorm here in New York. And while that might be somewhat of an exaggeration, it seems that by the end of next week, it actually won't be an exaggeration. It'll be completely accurate. I don't know about your kids, but my kids have gotten to the point where they don't ask me where their snow boots are and they couldn't care less about a scarf. Because you know why? Because they're not going outside anymore. They've had it. They've had it. We've all had it. We haven't even finished shoveling out from the last one. I can't even see the sidewalk in front of my house, but that's all right. It's time for more snow. Baruch Hashem, it is time for more snow. So, yeah, we're Zooming again in the five towns. That's right. We are Zooming again because, yep, can't go to school. Can't get snowed into the school building. That is true. That is 100% true. So, yay for all of our Israelis who are loving it. And my bracha to you is may every snowfall be as exciting as your first snowfall. And let us all say amen. And my heart goes out to our friends in Texas. Holy cow. My, 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 I, I don't have anything to say. I, I have no words what's going on in Texas. I am literally without words. It's insanity. A shout out to the Pollock family, who, including our own Yoni Pollock, got up from Shiva earlier this week and have now been facing days without heat, without power. It is absolute craziness. It seems Yoni and his family got power back last night, thank God, which is great. Um, but I did read a tweet from a guy yesterday who was taking apart his wooden fence to use as firewood. That is correct. He was destroying his own fence to use as, as, as firewood to keep his family warm. Someone else had tweeted out that they sent their kids outside to play so that they could build a fire inside their living room. Not that they had a fireplace, but that they were going to actually build some kind of fire in their living room because they needed to stay warm. So our hearts go out to everyone in Texas, and may literally the lights and the heat go on very, very soon. Let's do the fortune cookie. Shout out to the fortune cookie writers. So far, we've been doing well around here. Let's see how we go today. It may be well to consult others before taking unusual actions. I guess like setting a fire in your living room when you don't have a fireplace. But it may be well to consult others before taking unusual actions. Well, I would have to agree with that. And in my life and in my (laughs) line of work, that is certainly advice to heed. Let's do the national holidays here we go. It is, uh, it is International Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. And when mommy leaves for work at 6.20 in the morning, yes, that is exactly what was celebrated in Casa Della Wallach this morning. I don't even have to be there to know that International Ice Cream, Day for Bre- Ice Cream for Breakfast Day was certainly celebrated. By the way, everyone should just know that there is a notation next to this national holiday in that... The national observance is always on the first Saturday, and this is different because it's the international celebration. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a holiday that falls twice if you're American. Isn't that good to know? God bless America. It's also National Drink Wine Day. 
that it is. It would be funnier if it was next Thursday because, you know, that's a fast day. But here it is, National Drink Wine Day. A shout-out to our friends at Kedem and at Royal, who, of course, support so, of, so much of our programming, especially here on Thursdays. It's also, get a load of this one. <laughs> I can't even get over it. It's called National Hate Florida Day. I don't I don't really feel the need to hate Florida, but when I researched it a little bit, it seems that it's part of like the weather channel and people generally hate Florida because they always have nice weather. So there is a national hate Florida day. I'm sure there's a national hate New York day, but they hate us for other reasons, not having anything to do for our weather. This is my weekly reminder, folks, to wash your hands with soap and water. Practice social distancing, wear your mask. So I took my daughter to the pediatrician this week. Relax, everybody. Thank God she's fine. Anyway, I asked him how many strep tests he's done this season. And he said barely any. But then he said to me, why don't you ask me how many flu diagnoses I have made this season? I said, sure, I'll buy it. So how many cases of the flu have you diagnosed this season? And he looked at me and said, none. Not only are the regular classic seasonal viruses and illnesses that we usually see significantly reduced by the fact that we're wearing masks, but they're not even bothering to test for certain things like the flu because everyone's quarantining anyway. So there are so many upsides, downsides. I don't know what to say anymore about masks except that you should wear one. That's basically my bottom line. It's preventing us from colds. It's preventing the spread of COVID. And frankly, there are a lot less cases of strep. Ain't that good news? That's what I got, folks. You just got to wear your mask. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. I'm joined this morning by co-founders of My Jewish Listings, Donnie Schwartz and Ellie Leibowitz. Only Ellie is on the call right now, and that's fine. If Donnie calls in, that's great. But we are happy to have Ellie on the line. Ellie, good morning. Hey, good morning. Donnie's actually on here. I merged him on the call. Oh, you're on that one. How are you? Okay, so Donnie and Ellie are on one line together. Donnie, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having us. You got it. So let me give everybody a heads up what what this directory is how innovative it is, how much it's going to help local businesses, and how it coincidentally, crazily came into my life this week. Let me tell you what happened. So first of all, My Jewish Listings, you can find it at myjewishlistings.com. There's an S in there, myjewishlistings.com. It's an all-in-one Jewish directory for Jewish-owned businesses, travel companies, and restaurants in the U.S. and abroad. It basically serves as a Yelp, right? It serves as Yelp for Jewish and kosher businesses. Am I getting this right, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Perfect. So this is what happens. I go to Mr. Broadway this week for 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 lunch. Now, open. Uh, sorry, in in person dining or in restaurant dining has recently restarted at a very 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 low number, very low percentage here in New York, um, in New York City, I should say. But it was the first time in a year I had been back inside of Mr. Broadway. I could not have been more excited to be in Mr. Broadway if if somebody asked me. Just how excited are you? I was so excited. Not that I haven't been in a restaurant in the last year, but I hadn't been in that one. I hadn't been on 37th and Broadway. And in speaking to the proprietor, speaking to the um, the maitre d', he said to us, we were, I mean, it was it was a business lunch. Ellie, how many people on on average, you know, in the good old days, shall you say, did you, could you find at Mr. Broadway for a business lunch? 
at least 100, I would say, or maybe 50, 60. Right. It's packed, right? Numbers are tough these days to remember. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. But the place was always packed. Meanwhile, Nahum and I were two of 10 people in the entire restaurant for indoor dining. And he told us, the, the gentleman told us, that they are looking forward to the garden reopening, to Madison Square Garden reopening, even at its limited number, because they're hoping that they can at least get pedestrian traffic off of that 10 or 20% of people that they're going to allow back in the garden. So the office buildings around 37th and Broadway are empty. Nobody's working from there. They don't have business lunches. They don't have office parties. And there's no theater district. So they are looking forward to the garden opening. And then all of a sudden, I get your email. I get your email asking me if we can talk about this Jewish businesses directory, this idea of myjewishlistings.com. And I said, if there's anything that we can do for places like Mr. Broadway to get people back in there, to get people supporting our local businesses, this is the time. So I'm sorry for that whole really long introduction. I appreciate your patience on it, but but I, I think it's important. I mean, isn't that where the inspiration came from for you guys in the first place? Yeah, yeah, it really did, uh, Miriam. It really, really did. I mean, when you know, there's so many Jewish businesses and businesses in general. I mean, you know, just struggling out there uh, during these crazy times. And you know, I could attest to this personally. I'm sure Ellie can as well. You know, we started this business because you know our Jewish community helped us, right? I mean, my congregation is always there for me. My community is always there for me, and really kind of to give back and help out the Jewish businesses that right now can use your help. You know, can use more people coming into their store, coming into uh, their online store, wherever, right, uh, to get more customers is, is the utmost importance right now. And then that's really kind of where we came from, and I think why it's so important right now to not only give back to your community, but really, truly help uh, these Jewish businesses out, whether it's uh, a restaurant, as you mentioned, Mr. Broadway, as a great example, uh, whether it's a plumbing you know, company in Cleveland, Ohio, or whether it's a... Uh, uh, you know, a Jewish travel uh, company in uh, Florida or wherever, right? I mean, there's there's so many types of businesses out there, thousands of Jewish businesses out there that can really benefit from this and get, you know, really get the word out, you know, to a local or national uh, Jewish community. And we should make sure to mention that this is not just about food, right, Ellie? It's not just about food. As much as Jews love, food is the <laughs> essence of our existence. Uh, we have a fast day coming up next week, I guess, but... It's, it's, it's food, as Johnny said, it's, you know, it's food, it's Jewish businesses in general, and it's travel companies. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's every, anything you can think of, any kind of Jewish-owned business, is, uh, that's what we want to help. That's fabulous. We're listening. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Donnie Schwartz and Ellie Leibowitz from MyJewishListings.com join us this morning. By the way, folks, while, while we're talking— don't turn off what we're, what's going on here. Don't change what you're listening to, but go to, open up a new tab. Even I can do it. Go to myjewishlistings.com and see what we're talking about. The website is easy to navigate. But tell me, when you're first going on it, you're a, let's, let's say you're a proprietor. How do you sign on to get yourself listed on myjewishlistings.com? It's, it's super simple. Uh, all you do is just there's a, a ad listing in the top right corner. You hit that, and you literally fill out your information. It goes to us, you know, one of our sales guys, account guys, and, and uh, account people, and they'll reach out back out to you there, you know, within a couple hours. So all you got to do is just add, add your business, you know, uh, name, number, email, and message, 
and we'll go right back after you. So it's very simple. As you mentioned, I mean, when users and consumers come, as you mentioned, they can search for whatever they want to search for uh, by location, by price, by reviews, right? There's a lot of really cool functionality in here that's built for the consumer. Um, you know, before building this, Marina, we, really, we, we, I think, literally interviewed 1,325 Jewish businesses across the country and surveyed probably over 3,000 consumers. We said, what do you guys want in this? And so we kind of built this from uh, feedback from, uh, from so many people. And that's kind of where how this kind of originated from. And what was your initial industry that you were targeting? I mean, was the idea initially to say, let's include all Jewish businesses, any Jewish-owned business, and then we'll try and put them into different you know, categories so that a customer can come on the site and see what we have? Or were you saying, let's start with the restaurants? Yeah, so um, it, it was a little bit of, uh, it, it was really the, the restaurant side, um, you know, initially. And then we, did, we said, why are we only doing this for restaurants when every, you know, Jewish business and travel company can uh, really benefit from this? You know, on the restaurant side, as you know, I mean, with, with no outdoor, you know, back in the day, no outdoor dining, no indoor dining, now it's opened up a little bit, right? Everything was online, right? They had to go use Postmates and Grubhub and right. Uber Eats and Seamless. So we're actually, you know, one of the things that we're actually creating that's launching in April uh, is the first ever kosher Postmates out there. Imagine you're going to an app. It's going to be part of my Jewish, my Jewish listing through Kosher GPS, uh, an exclusive partnership. It's a first ever kosher Postmates app where you can actually order from the app online and just search for strictly kosher restaurants in your area, which has never been done before as well. So it's right. another, you know, piece to this puzzle that we're adding for restaurants, which in our minds, really can help the restaurant industry really kind of bounce back and, and uh, in a big way. I think, and, and with and without sorry, and without the transaction fee that you know Seamless and Grubhub usually charge. That's a big right. big element. That's interesting. How are you navigating around that? Well, you know, one of the things we found out, you know, we interviewed probably close to 450 restaurants uh, in the U.S., and they said, "Look, we're getting fruit." Um, by these transaction fees that, you know, Postmates and Grubhub, I mean, they're taking 30%, you know, right. every time, 20 to 30%. So imagine you ordering a slice of pizza mm. and then, you know, they're charging a restaurant, you know, um, 30% of that, 20% of that. So we're like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Um, so we're, you know, again, it, it's such a, um, in our minds, a, a, a blessing for these guys to say, look, you know, there's no transaction fees. That's great. You know, get on there. You can get reviews, pictures, your menu posted. People can order from you. Etc. Where you may not have to rely on these other apps, you know these, these multi-billion-dollar companies that um, uh, are are uh, are taking that that season. And thankfully, you know, Kosher GPS. I mean, they have, you know, they have a ton of people using the app already. Um, it's the it's the reason why it's such a it's the number one kosher. Right. app out there. I don't know if you know, you know Coach GPS, you can kind of see it wherever you are. If you're in oh, are you kidding? I, I use it all the time. I use it oh, all the time. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah, so we partnered with uh, Yiffy Katz, the, the owner of, uh, of Coach GPS, and it's, it's an amazing thing what we're going to be launching in a couple couple weeks. But back to your question, it was really from the coastal restaurant side, and then we kind of branched out to the uh, the businesses, and we said any, any Jewish business, whether you're an accountant, a lawyer, a healthcare professional, doctor, uh, media professional, anybody you know out there, and you can you can filter by categories on our site. So if you're a uh, a nonprofit or a real estate 
finance, consumer products, what, what have you, or if you're a Jewish travel company, wherever around the world, you can be on the site and, you know, get exposure, you know, from thousands of, of consumers. Right. Donnie Schwartz and Ellie Leibowitz join me this morning on That's Life. They are representing MyJewishListings.com. I encourage everyone to look at it now and see what they're talking about. It's really well designed and has a lot of information. And more than that, as you keep mentioning, though, I think it's important to mention again, this is not New York centric. I mean, Donnie, you're, you're located in California, correct? Correct. Yeah. All right, so so right now we have um, both coasts represented here in in uh, on this show, which is great. But this is not about the new. This is not about the West Coast and not, not about the East Coast. This is a global platform. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah. Ellie, let me ask you the following question. I mean, we're, we're talking now about how this is like a, a Yelp for Jewish businesses, and I think that's a good. It's a. Um, it's a good way to explain it in one word, right? It's Yelp. Yeah. But the Yelp has its pluses and its minuses. And there are plenty of uh, Yelp complainers who are going to get on and do their fetching on your site, mm-hmm. potentially about a Jewish business, a restaurant, a, a, a tour promoter. How are you going to navigate the comments that are the downside of Yelp? Do, do Jews like to complain? Is that a thing that we're known for? You know, I, it's I funny, no uh, uh, Ellie. It's funny because, as I like to say, we don't hear from people when they're happy with us. We hear from people when they're unhappy with us. Yes. No, it's never. Never. It, it's, it's even from the Torah with Moshe in the desert. It's like, come on, we're out of we're out of Egypt, but can we do a little bit better? Can right. The food. Exactly. You know, maybe some. <laughs> um, which again, which is if they had the, my Jewish listings and the kosher GPS, you know, uh, my Jewish listings app. At the time, they would be like, all right, let's order something in the desert. But uh, honestly, uh, it's funny because I did have, I actually had a conversation with a company in Chicago this week about Yelp, and they said that their Yelp experience, they were on Yelp, and, you know, all of a sudden Yelp, like, put a lot of the negative reviews to the top, and then Yelp was like, hey, can can you come back? And they just didn't have a great experience with Yelp. And as much as Jews do like to complain, I mean, we have a pretty thorough process to uh, leave a when you have to leave a review. We're, we are we are all about transparency, but when it comes to you know re- the review element, um, we we do have a very thorough process to leave a review. So it doesn't you know they actually had a real uh, you know experience with the with the business. But you know Donnie can kind of answer yeah. that also. Yeah, I mean you know it's, it's a valid question, Miriam. You know, and um, there's, there's a couple pieces to really hone in on here with the review element, which which by the way. It's one of the biggest pieces out there, right? When you're posting a business, you know, and people are coming to you, right, what do you do the first thing, you know, for a restaurant? I know when I go to a restaurant, first thing I'm looking at is reviews, right? When I find anybody, you know, for a service professional or a product, first thing I'm checking out are reviews, Amazon reviews, wherever, right? Um, the reviews validate your business, right? And like you said, there's pros and cons. But on our site, it's not, you know, we don't operate like you said, a fetch fest. It's not a fetch fetch. It's, you know, when people post, it's constructive feedback, and that's what we kind of, uh, you know, we want, you know, people who post, obviously, to continue that constructive feedback for the businesses, for the restaurants, et cetera. And, you know, we've done this um, with, with another company that we've seen kind of success where people, again, out there, while everyone loves to complain or kind of have their opinion, they really want to help businesses out there improve upon their experience. And as Ellie said, we have a very, very strict detailed process. It's our bread and butter. It's, it's our, um, 
So we have uh, a lot of, you know, triple verification process to review getting posted. And we are very, very strict in Mafmir on this. So we, we really uphold the, the utmost integrity and reliability on this. But at the same time, we really, you know, make sure, we really want to make sure we're not operating as exceptions. It's more of improvements of how businesses can get better. Maybe it's things that people didn't even think about. Like, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's great. Great idea, et cetera. So there's a lot of um, opportunities, I'd say, as opposed to challenges with, with this. And I think it can only be better, right? It can only improve upon people's businesses. A hundred. Uh, sorry, Ellie, go for it. No, no, and and just like last thing about the review element is that was you know if you have fifty great reviews and three bad ones, I mean hopefully people can can see. You know, first of all, the, the bad ones, even like I said, the the roofer company I was talking to, they said one of the complaints they got was they said they would take all day, but they only took three hours, which apparently is a bad thing. So uh, <laughs> in, in the construction, in the construction, um, so I, I think if, you know the reviews are are really able to help you because if you're you know you're verified you're a business that has been doing well with the jewish community and you want to get your existing customers or people that have already used you and say leave a review on our site it validates you know the business on there so you know you have 50 good reviews and one person who's like uh it didn't fix my printer even though it was a plumbing company like you know (laughs) you know know, you're actually uh, you're actually bringing up you're actually bringing up uh, i think an even more important point is that as the reviewer as the customer not only should our feedback come from the right place but also we should realize that the what which is something I take very seriously is the power of my word, is that the review also reflects upon me and that there's no mm-hmm. reason that a proprietor, number one, should have to deal with somebody you know, screaming at them either in person or on a platform or on social media or from a variety of different angles. But more than that, if there's a common denominator in the negativity in somebody's post, then the proprietors also have the opportunity to be informed that, hey, this guy's a nut. You know, it's like it's like when you're on Uber and you are a, you know, a customer in good standing or you have a good rating. There's that rem- there's that reminder to the customer that this goes both ways. We want to be treated properly. We want to protect our businesses. And in this case, our Uber drivers. And we want to mm-hmm. hear from you. But be a mensch. Yeah, absolutely agree, Miriam. And, and, you know, the truth is we've already had stories about, you know, uh, businesses reaching out and be like, you know, the reviews are amazing because it really helps us sell much easier. It's like I don't have to do any of the selling myself and telling how amazing my company is. If, if I have reviews up there that show it for themselves, that are reliable, honest reviews, there you go, right? And it sells itself is that how, you know, how we put it. And it's, it's, a, it's really a blessing for businesses to have. It's not, you know, Agreed. really uh, I agreed. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Segal Network. We have two minutes left, literally probably about one minute left, with Donnie Schwartz and Ellie Leibowitz from MyJewishListings.com. Guys, can I can I guess accurately that this is basically just the beginning of what MyJewishListings.com is going to have to offer our customers? It is. I mean, Ellie will tell you, too. I mean, this is – we are super passionate, super excited about this. I mean, we are – it just hits home, and it's – it's something that I've always done, Ellie's always done, you know, helping out the Jewish communities. And I think it's just going to be an amazing experience for everybody. Um, we have been getting, you know, just so much traction on this. Thank God, Baruch Hashem. And, um, you know, we're really excited where this goes, not in the U.S., but just globally. 
And, um, you know, we're really stoked about it, and we're really excited to help out, you know, Jewish businesses all around the world. So, Absolutely. So, you know, really, really excited. Absolutely. Yeah, and with, with one minute left, I would say just uh, something to be aware of is that all the things that we have are able to offer, in addition to the listing, we have, you know, the ability to, we have a blog, you know, a blog to be put up, you can put up on, we have, you know, a podcast. Um, we have a, a big social media following in addition to the ability to, to kind of track leads as they come into your page. So you can kind of see who's cooking on your page. So you can actually see, is this working for you? And last of all, you know, most importantly for your Jewish business owners is that the price is just all that you're, we're offering for a, a ridiculously affordable price. And we have different package options, but you'll find them all to be you know, uh, very affordable. My Schwartz, Ellie Leibowitz, much Hatzlacha to you both. And thank you for joining thank me this morning. Thank you very much. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Again, check it out, guys. MyJewishListings.com. An afternoon continues with a full day of programming. Live lunch starts in just a few moments. Don't miss it. Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. Encore of Jam Rewind at 4 p.m. And the Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zomik, brought to you by our friends at Kedem here on National Drink Wine Day at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Join Nachum tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Of course, Rummy, Saturday Night Seagull, Matzei Shabbos, 9 p.m. Matzos host JM Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern time Sunday. And don't forget to watch and share the kosher halftime show number eight if you haven't already here's some purim music folks i got it out here's vigam vigam yep posted this morning on twitter which is how i found it vigam vigam by dj nadav Biton and our own yisrael sosna can't do it like nachem does it he'll do your sosna later who joined us in venice four years ago if i'm not mistaken give or take four years ago right four and a half years ago Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Vigam Vigam here on That's Life. That's Life, everybody. Bye, guys.
Yeah, 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 yeah.